Welcome to Breaking Butterfly, the podcast for the girls who want more out of life. I'm your host, Maddie Maple, confidence and business coach, motivational speaker, and six-figure entrepreneur. I'm here to lead you into ultimate confidence, feminine leadership, and help you create the life of your dreams. So if you're ready for your next up level, let's go. guys before we get into today's episode i just had to pop in and remind everyone that my retreat fruition is coming up quick it is taking place october 6th through the 10th so it's only a couple months away and i actually only have a couple spots available so popping in to remind you guys if you want a spot for fruition it is time to sign up and reach out and get that spot secured If you don't know what fruition is, it is an experience that I am curating that really my intention is to create an experience that is so high vibe and uplifting and transformational that literally your manifestations don't have any other option but to come into fruition. And so I'm creating this experience to be very luxurious, very like upbeat and kind of like a party and we're going to have like these pink satin bedazzled robes and we're going to have champagne and we're going to have music and it's going to be just like just very very high vibe and and kind of like a party and also yoga and meditation in the mornings and workshops and firesides and you know activities that are going to be so transformational and deep into just self-growth and personal development, manifestation, confidence, self-love. Like this is going to be the perfect mix between spiritual and luxurious. Um, and it's it's just going to be incredible. Uh, like I said, we're going to have yoga and meditation every morning. We're going to have life-changing workshops. Uh, we have a pool. We have the beach right next to us, which we have like a golf cart to take us down to the beach. We're going to have incredible vegan food every day. A professional photographer and videographer to capture all the moments, have our own photo shoots. Um, I just barely booked a tattoo artist, so we're all going to be getting tattoos if you would like, totally optional, uh, amazing music, and then just honestly soul family. Like retreats are where you meet your soul sisters, your soul family, and where you can truly shed the things that are not serving you and fully call in everything that is supposed to be yours. And so I'm putting so much intention into this experience, um, like I said, to truly create an energy where your manifestations easily come into fruition because you are so fucking tapped in. So if you're interested in fruition, the link is going to be in the show notes. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Um, You can send my team an email or you can DM me directly. Um, I'm happy to hop on a call with any one of you guys and just give you more details, give you the whole rundown and get your spot secured. So October 6th through the 10th, San Diego, California. If you want to come to fruition, just click the link in the show notes. All right, guys, now for today's episode. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast, or if you are new here, a very special welcome. I'm so grateful to have you guys here. 
Today is going to be a solo episode. Uh, well, I have Miss Ashley with me, my assistant. Um, but today's episode is going to be uh, kind of like a little new series that I wanted to start um, called Dating Talks. And I want to talk about confidence and dating. And I just feel like it's been such a theme right now. It's so interesting when we um, when we launched like the new hotline submission form. Pretty much every single submission that came through was about relationships. And then we just recorded a relationship episode like a couple episodes ago, and it just feels like it's like coming up naturally and just so clearly and authentically and organically of just like I can't stop talking about relationships and I think it's so important because like one of the most detrimental things to our confidence is usually our relationships whether it's friendships or your relationship with your family um but I would say more specifically like dating relationships it can just like really really rock your confidence even if you've built so much confidence and I really experienced that over like the past couple of months of obviously being like newly single, which is still just like weird to me. Um, but like being single, it's I don't know, it's just rocked my confidence in um a lot of ways that I wasn't expecting. So we're gonna start a series. It's called Dating Talks. Um and today for the first one I wanted to talk about uh like how to be irresistible. Like how to make men want you pretty much. Um, or whatever gender, how to make your whoever you want want you. So I'm excited. Ashley, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good about it. I love talking about this stuff. I think it's so important, even for like you and me, to just be like, oh yeah, I forgot that we said that we should apply that too. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I mean, just relationships are so big in our lives. Like, when me and Ashley have me- like business meetings, I would say 45 minutes of it is business. And then once we like kind of wrap up business stuff, we're like, okay, should we talk about boys now? And then the last <laughs> 30 minutes is like boys. Um, it's just so big in our, our realities and runs so much of our life. And also is just like not only important for our confidence, but important for <clears throat> our energy because like I feel like that's where most of our energy goes is like other people. Totally. So I'm excited to dive into it. Um, so the first thing I wanted to share, and I say this in the humblest way possible, when – so boys have always liked me, okay? Like, I know, like I'm a cute girl, whatever. Like, boys have always liked me. But guys, when I went through my breakup and I was newly single, I have never seen men – want me like that ever in my life. And I realized something. Like I had so much growth in my last relationship that I yeah, I like came out of that like a brand new bitch pretty much. You know, when I got into my relationship, I had already started like finding myself and I had started my confidence journey and I had already had like a lot of growth. Um, but I was still like insecure in a lot of ways and I hadn't started my business. Like I was still a broke bitch, all the things. And then once I got out of this relationship and I like have this business, like I don't need a man, like I have money, I am confident, I am independent, like 
I don't need anybody. Oh my God. I feel like men started getting like obsessed with me. And unfortunately, this is just the reality of it, you guys. Unfortunately, there is like a push and pull aspect of dating and relationships. Like there is a push and pull, there's the masculine and the feminine, and this this concept around like a chase, right? And um, yeah, like, you know, we don't want there to have to be a chase, but that's what we need sometimes, right? Like, and that's why we're usually attracted to men that don't want us. And then we're usually not attracted to the men that do want us. So it's really, really fascinating um, that that's how it works. But sometimes you just have to play the game a little bit. And when I say play the game, it doesn't mean like be playing games, right? Like we don't actually want to have to be like playing games in our relationships um, and when we're dating. But sometimes you just have to play it a little bit in the sense of don't play games, but also make yourself a little bit unavailable or make it very clear that you're not dependent on somebody else for your feelings. Like, you know, don't be hooked on somebody's hip. Like, if you are being very needy and wanty and like just like really, 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 really wanting somebody, um, you're going to push them away because there is this little bit of a dance of like people want what they can't have. Um, and Ashley actually brought up um, something that I taught her when we first started working together of something that I told her. Do you want to share it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's interesting because I feel like this comes up a lot even outside of dating and relationships, but the more you kind of are the one that's the chaser and like, oh, I really want to go out with this cute boy or I've been talking to this boy and I really want to date him is telling the universe that you're lacking something. And as we've all learned from Maddie, I'm sure when you tell the universe you're lacking something, it's not going to give you it. It's going to say, okay, you're lacking it. We'll continue to lack it until you decide that you have it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's like a magnet, right? Like you literally repel things when you're <clears throat> when you're wanting it so badly. Um did, did you see that TikTok? It's like one of my favorite TikToks ever and it's like this girl at a party and they're like drinking like alcohol and there's all these shots and she's like they asked me if I wanted a chaser, but I don't chase, I attract. <laughs> it's a good one. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. I saw that and I was like, yes, the next time the next time someone's like, oh, do you need a chaser? Oh, baby, I don't chase. <laughs> I attract. Um, but yeah, that's that's the name of the game. And um, but the goal here, and I want to make this very clear, right? The difference between like playing the game and like playing games, like you don't want it to be inauthentic, right? I hate – okay, one of my biggest pet peeves is people that like – I've had friends like this in the past, not as much now because we're all older, but it's like people that say like, oh, well, like I can't text him because like he left me on red last and like I can't text him or like oh. he took three hours to text me back so I have to take three hours to text him back. That's yeah. not what we're, That's not what we're doing here. Like – no. 
yeah, we're not like playing games or trying to be like strategic and like sneaky with it. It's actually authentically putting yourself in a place where like you, yeah, you just, you make your life so amazing that somebody wants to be a part of your life rather than you trying to force them into your life. Um, and I also want to make something else clear as well. Sometimes I feel like I have to give little disclaimers so that people just like understand where I'm coming from. Another disclaimer, um, when I say like, okay, men love women who don't need a man or whatever gender, I'm using man just because that's like whatever my thing, but interchange, uh, where you need, but men love women who don't need a man. That doesn't mean that we hate men We're men haters we want a man and we do like need men uh like we do need men but we don't need men if that makes sense does that make sense yeah no it's like we we we're not looking for the societal standard of a man who's going to do everything for you and take care of you and and kind of just like take over your life sort of thing we're looking for a partner essentially is like a better way to put it is like somebody who's going to meet yeah. you halfway and will take care of you as much as you take care of them, but can also be independent just like you can be independent. Exactly. Yeah. You just worded that so perfectly. We're looking for a partner, not somebody to do everything for us. So we don't need them, but of course we need them. Like I'm not a man, man hater. Like like, especially living with Megan, we always have, like, I don't know, like, a plumbing issue or we need to, like, hang some paintings. And, like, yeah, we've been hanging them ourselves. But then when our man comes over, we're like, hey, babe, here's the three things that we need fixed in our home right now. Please fix them. And we could do it ourselves, but you are a man and you're going to, like, support us and and help us, right? But we're not helpless. Yeah. We're looking for a partner. Um, so there's three things that I wanted to talk about to, um, help you guys get more into that place where you are attracting and you're magnetizing and yeah, you're like irresistible, uh, because you, it's not that you're unavailable, but these men know that you don't need them and yeah, it's just going to make them want you more. Okay. Let's get into it. So number one is to have your own fun. And what I mean by this is make your own plans, like make your own decisions, make your own friends. Uh, if you go to like a party, do your own thing at parties. If you go to a festival, like go see the music that you want to see. Don't just follow him around and be like hooked to their hip. The goal here is to create a life so amazing and so fun that they want to be a part of your life, right? So you're not trying to fill a hole in your own life with them. Your life is already so whole and so full that they're just like, oh my God, can I please be in your world, right? And Because I think a lot of people are trying to fill a hole and they're like, well, I don't love myself. So I need love from somebody else or I feel insecure. So I need validation from somebody else or I'm not having that much fun. So I'm, I need like somebody else to have fun with. And that's just so detrimental 
because then every time that you're not with them, like a lot of the questions that we've been getting in the hotline right now, um, and we'll do another hotline episode super soon, but a lot of the questions we've been getting in the hotline is, and like even just in my DMs is like, how do I stop being so obsessed with like this person I'm dating? Because I feel like I am only my happiest when I'm with them. Actually, I think we talked about this on the last hotline too. It's yeah, like, we might have a little yeah, it's like I can only be happy when I'm with this person or I'm happiest when I'm with this person. You know, like, yes, like you want to be so freaking happy with the person that you're with and have so much fun, but you don't want when they're out of town or they're with the boys to be completely lacking that part of your life. Exactly. I think mm-hmm. a good comparison is like when you're with your friends and your you know your friend is like hey I'm going to the mall with Jenny and Sarah and you're like oh no like I I've, I'm just taking the night off you know it's not gonna make you like completely shut down and be like wow like they're doing their own thing I'm so heartbroken and sad and my cup is not full but then with like a boyfriend or something it should be the same way of like oh he's just doing his mm-hmm. own thing he's going to the mall with Jenny and Sarah um that's cool he, I'm I'm gonna stay home and take care of myself because that's what I feel like doing like there it there should never be another person that is your half because then you're telling yourself that I'm not a whole person and I need another half and that's just not true because if you're not a whole person then maybe we got to start somewhere else. I was just going to say, then we need to start there. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. You need to be your own, like your own person. And um, a question that came up the other day was um, somebody asked, like, how do I feel more comfortable, like spending time alone? And my, like my reply, my answer was, it's, it's not going to be comfortable at first. Like if you're not used to being alone and you've always been in relationships, like say you're listening right now and like you've just always been in a relationship back to back. Maybe you've been only single for a couple months in between relationships. Like it is going to be uncomfortable at first and you are going to have those thoughts of like, no, I do need somebody else to make me feel safe or comfortable or have fun with somebody because I don't like spending time alone. But like trust me when I say like you can have the best time alone. Like once you get comfortable with it, um, like I I prefer to be alone, honestly. I think the next relationship I'm in, I will literally have like a separate house. Like we'll live separate or we'll have like a house where I have like the downstairs, he has the upstairs. Like I, I prefer it at this point. And I feel like Ashley's the same. When I first met Ash, she, it was like, all we talked about was relationships and like, Yeah, I just felt like you did feel like – not like you needed somebody, but it was just a lot different. And now Ashley will, like, date someone or spend time with someone, and she's like, god damn, like, I need to be alone or I need to spend time alone. Totally. Yeah, I did kind of – I definitely used to – the last, like, long-term relationship I was in, which Maddie was with me throughout the whole thing, it was all about, like, how do I keep this person in my life and, like, how yeah. do I make them happy and how do I make them want to stay um, when I should have really been asking myself, 
is this making me happy? Do I really want to have to make someone stay in my life? Or should they just want to do it already? And once that heartbreak set in, um, it was more about like, oh, wait, like, I need to kind of manage the most important relationship in my life, which is getting to know who I am. Like when I look in the mirror, do I know, do I know that girl at all? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 1000%. It's like the difference between trying to like keep somebody rather than coming to terms. I did an episode. It's like one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. That was all about like, what's meant to be yours will always be yours. And if you hold that belief in relationships of just like, okay, I'm just going to do my thing. And yeah, if he goes to the mall with Jenny and Sarah and like he decides that like he doesn't want to be with me anymore because he's having more fun with them, perfect. What's meant to be mine will always be mine. And like he's just not for me. And when you stand in that belief, like so much peace is brought into your life and into your relationships. Yeah, because you should never be trying to like control anybody. And the whole point of this podcast episode like we've been saying, is when you do do that, you're just pushing them away. It's literally like a repelling force. They are going to be want to be with you way less. Um, <clears throat> but one thing I wanted to talk about with the decisions thing, um, I saw this TikTok. Everything I get right now is from TikTok. I've been spending too much time on TikTok. <laughs> um, but I saw this TikTok and they were talking about how like when men ask their woman, like, where do you want to eat tonight? And she says, I don't know. It's not that she actually doesn't know. It's that she wants her man to make decisions for her, right? That is like the masculine and the structure. And like, we do we do need that, right? We do need a man to like hold space for us and allow us to just be more in our feminine and in our flow and not make decisions. Um, and I think that's like, I don't know, super important and like super sexy when a man can like plan the date and tell you like this is when I'm going to pick you up and this is where we're going to go and like this is what we're doing, right? We need that as women. It's just the masculine and the feminine uh, energies. But when I said, you know, this point number one of like have your own fun and make your own decisions, it's like still allow the man to be in the masculine energy and make a lot of decisions and hold that space. And also don't get so in a place of like you never make decisions for yourself because you're just like waiting on them, right? So if it's like Saturday afternoon, you're like, hey, what am I going to do tonight? Not, Not like waiting for them to text you and like ask you to hang out, making your own decision of like tonight I want to stay in and do self-care or tonight I want to go out to this party. And then if he texts you and you guys want to like collaborate on a plan or he texts you and he's like, hey, I do want to take you on a date and you want to cancel your other plans. Perfect. But you're making your own plans. You're making your own decisions and you're not like waiting for somebody to make the decisions for you. You're just appreciative of it when they do so that you can relax into your feminine. Yeah. I also think, too, that um, men also find it really attractive when they don't always have to be responsible to hold that masculine energy because they don't always, they like rarely are like get to allow themselves to be in that feminine energy. So if they have a woman who is strong, can make her decisions, knows what she wants, 
that's going to allow them to want to step into that masculine energy when they can, but then they also will be able to allow themselves to be more comfortable in their feminine, which will kind of even that balance between a woman's masculine feminine and a man's masculine feminine. Exactly. Because a man shouldn't always be in the masculine and a woman always in the feminine. We all do have balances of both. And I think that's such an important point is like, yeah, like men want to be in their feminine a little bit too. Like, right? Not not all the time, but maybe like once a month you do plan a date and you're like, hey, babe, don't plan anything this night. Like, I'm going to come get you. I made dinner reservations. This man is going to literally be kissing the ground that you walk on and worshiping you. Literally. But then again, it's like that balance of not like, well, I'm not going to make any other plans and I'm just going to like always ask him to hang out. Like, no, you do that every once in a while. You allow him to come to you, but then every once in a while you step in and you're like, you know, let me pay for the check. Let me um, pick you up. Let me do this. Or like every once in a while, like when he does ask you like, where do you want to eat? You're like, also just like make him feel like the man and be like, you know, I'm really feeling like this style of food. Like I want Italian food, but like I trust you to make the best decision for which like Italian restaurant. You know what I mean? So still make like a little bit of like, this is what I want because then, yeah, he's not going to feel like he's like taking taking care of you. You guys are taking care of each other and being a, that team. Yeah. I love this. This this episode yeah. is like so good and so necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the second thing I wanted to talk about. So number one is have your own fun. Number two is make your own money. So this is why I'm so passionate about women making money in online business is because having your own money isn't just like isn't just like security and like fun freedom, it's like this really deep level of freedom where like a lot of women are stuck in relationships because they literally can't leave um, because like they wouldn't be able to pay their bills or they wouldn't have anywhere to live. And that's scary to me. That's scary that women can be trapped almost in a relationship because they feel like they can't leave because they don't have money. Um, You should be able to, you know, get out of situations that are not right for you or are toxic or are just not where you're supposed to be. Um, But even more than that, like, yeah, just don't be dependent on them. Like pay for the check every once in a while, like focus on your finances. Um, And in the relationships I've had in the past, it really has been like that teamwork and that like that balance of both and that push and pull of like, okay, if I'm making more money right now, I pay for more things okay, I'm not working right now. Like I'm not in a launch, but you just got this new job. You're making money. Okay. You, you're like paying for everything or like you pay for all the flights. I pay for all the Airbnbs. Um, but being like expect expectant. Well, I think there's a lot of ways that it could be an issue if you're expecting it then yeah totally there's that imbalance of like this is a partnership still and one yeah. partner's doing more but then also there's that power trip of like uh I pay for more so you have to do this sort of thing which can create so totally. much hostility 
and that imbalance. And I think that's exactly where like you'll see like women be in that position of like, I can't get out because he's telling me I owe him. Yes, 1000%. Also, though, I'm like thinking devil's advocate right now because like, I also don't think it's bad to be in that type of relationship where like maybe you are dating someone very, very wealthy, like you're dating a millionaire and you want to be like stay at home mom vibes. Like, I also don't think there's anything wrong with that. Of course, like my energy and like kind of what I preach is very much like you know, be a boss ass CEO, be independent. But I also don't think it's wrong if you do want to have the kind of lifestyle that's very like luxurious and wealthy and you are being taken care of by a man or even kind of like if I like, you know, go as far as saying like sugar daddy type scenarios. I actually don't think that's wrong, but I think it should be this like they want to pay for things, not that you can't pay for things. So they have to. Right. So it's still like still work on your finances, still work on creating security for yourself, still work on like making some money. Um, But if you want to be like stay at home girlfriend vibes and like your man is very wealthy, I want to just put that out there that I also don't think that's wrong. It could just be problematic in the sense of like if they're not wanting to do that but they have to because you don't have money and then you just become comfortable with that and you never work on anything yourself. True. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's even the whole idea of like, if they want to do it, there's clearly an energy exchange going on, which is the whole point. Cause it's like, exactly. they're being like, she's working so hard. I want to do this. Or she's just treating me so well. I want to do this versus, you know, oh, okay. I have, I have to pull out my wallet because I know she can't pay for this and I'm the sole responsibility person. That was wrong English, but <laughs> we get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Like it's one thing if you are like you go into the relationship and you you say like I want to be stay-at-home girlfriend. Here's what I'm going to bring to the table and like they they want that. Like that's their lifestyle. They want to support someone like that. Um, again, though, I feel like you should have some money just in case, like, what if the relationship goes bad, you want to be able to get out or just have like a game plan to be able to like get out of it and not feel stuck. Um, but then it's another thing if like, say that you want to make money, you want to be a CEO, you want to have a business or whatever, and then you're not doing it because you don't have to, right? Then like, that's just a completely different, a completely different energy. Um, and yeah, just think about like what that does to like a person's attraction attraction to you of like seeing you want to do something or being unhappy with your finances, complaining about your finances, not having freedom, not being able to buy what you want. And then them just like seeing you blow off working on your dreams and your goals because you just want to hang out with them and you know that they'll pay for everything. So you don't really have to work on your business right now. I wouldn't go for somebody like that like that doesn't feel good at all it would not attract Mm -hmm. me to them yeah yeah Um, I don't think anyone wants to be the their partner's parent exactly yeah a difference between being a your partner's supporter and being your your partner's parent exactly 
So number one, have your own fun. Number two, make your own money. And the third thing that I wanted to talk about to make you like irresistible and magnetizing and make whoever you're wanting want you is to focus on and amplify what you bring to the table and like remember what you bring to the table. And this is something that I experienced like firsthand over these past couple months of like starting to date again. I actually started like I was so secure in my relationship that like I don't know, I just never thought about what I brought to the table. Like I just felt it and I was like so confident and I never thought about like my appearance or anything. Like I just really was so loved. Um and then when I started dating again, I it literally rocked my world because I felt like I got so insecure and I feel like I forgot everything that I brought to the table and I was like constantly thinking like, you know, am I good enough or am they going to am they going to like me? Are they going to like me? <laughs> am I good enough? Like I don't know, like I just got super insecure and I it's almost like I completely forgot who I was and like yeah, just who the fuck I am, what I bring to the table. And so what you want to start thinking about is instead of thinking like, oh my God, I hope that they like me. What can I do to get them to like me? How can I make them stay? Instead thinking about like, why are they lucky to even be in my fucking presence? Um, and again, if you can't think of anything, then you have, we have to start there. <laughs> like that's a whole nother episode. Um, but a lot of times we just forget. It's not that we don't feel like we bring anything to the table. It's just that we, we forget and we let it just like go out the window when we start dating somebody. But if like, and I started doing this when I was dating somebody like every morning and it sounds like kind of extreme, but like every morning I would literally write down like, who am I? Like, what do I bring to the table? Why is somebody lucky to have me? Um, and I really like just got into it and like pretty much just like gassed myself up where I would close my journal in the morning and be like, wow, like I don't need to make this person stay. They need to make me stay because I am so fucking incredible. And this doesn't have to be like I'm the most beautiful person on this planet or I have all this money. It could literally be like, wow, I have such a big heart. They are so lucky to be in my presence. Wow, I am so like intelligent or I am so like whatever. It doesn't have to be like I'm the prettiest girl in the room. That's why they're lucky to be in my presence. Think about all of the qualities that you have that make an amazing partner, even just like being loyal. Like, wow, they're so lucky they found me. Like I'm I'm amazing. And so just like focus on those things and also amplify them. Like take your strengths and like fucking run with them. Stop thinking about all of the things that you don't have, all of the things that you're insecure about, right? This is one of like the biggest things that we talk about in Metamorphosis, my confidence building program is like just accept who you are not, right? Stop comparing yourself to the other girls they've dated or the other girls they're following on Instagram. Just accept, okay, maybe I'm not as pretty as some of those girls or maybe I'm not as athletic or sporty or whatever, but you know what? Here's what I am. So accept what you are not, amplify who you are, and literally just run with your strengths and just focus on them. 
This is huge. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, huge. I think that also that this kind of answers that question that we've brushed over a few times of like, how do I stop being so obsessed with this other person or this relationship? It's good to remember that fear is what's driving that obsession. The fear that you are not good enough, the fear that they're going to find somebody who makes them laugh more is what's driving that obsession to be like, I need you, I want you, how do I make you stay? But if you kind of take the step back and just think about like, I make them smile every day. And that's like huge. Not everybody can do that for them. That's a really big win for you. And that should be something that you are proud of yourself for. Like I make them smile every day. I make them laugh every day. I am, you know, a bright light in their life. Like that sort of idea Mm -hmm. of like, here's what I bring to them. They shouldn't be running away. And if they do, then that's okay because then they weren't meant for me. But but it's yeah it kind of comes back to like if you are holding on to the fear versus like you were saying Maddie instead of like your positives then that's what's going to drive that obsession versus the security exactly yeah and the other thing that comes up to me as you're saying all that is like instead of being obsessed with them why don't you just be obsessed with yourself because Mm. That's just fun. Like, just be your own biggest fan. Become, like, absolutely obsessed with yourself. Um, I actually just made a, an Instagram post that said, like, <clears throat> like, imagine that you were a young girl, maybe, like, five to ten years younger than you. Think of, like, your little sister, maybe, like, 13, you know, 15-year-old girl. And she is looking at you right now, and you are her biggest inspiration. She thinks you are amazing thinks that like you can do no wrong. Like imagine being that girl, like a 13-year-old girl looking up at yourself and like you are her, her biggest inspiration. You are your own biggest inspiration. Like you are you don't see insecurities, you don't see flaws. You just see this like marvelous person. Like you have to view yourself like that and think of yourself like that. Um and again, on TikTok, <laughs> I saw this TikTok and he was like, he was comparing it to a mirror, right? Of like, if you're standing in front of a mirror and like you raise your hand, what is the mirror, like, what is the person in the mirror going to do? They're going to raise their hand, right? If you like make an angry face in the mirror, what is the mirror going to do? They're going to make an angry face back. Okay. It's literally the same in our relationships. Like, everyone is a mirror. If you are fucking obsessed with yourself, what is the person in the mirror, quote unquote, or across the way going to do? They're going to be obsessed with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're literally going to be obsessed with you because everything is a mirror. Everything is a reflection. Um, And I feel like that's just like, you know, the oldest rule in the book is just like everything's a reflection, right? Like if you want something, give it to yourself. If you, yeah, if you want something, give it to yourself. Um, but the mirror metaphor I like really, really liked um, because that's how it works. If you want someone to love you, you have to love yourself. And I think that starts with, you know, these three points that we gave you guys of like, if you want to love yourself, like a lot of it is just taking that action. A lot of it is like that inner work and like shadow work and things like that. But a lot of it is actually like doing things. Like if you want to love yourself, all right, if you loved yourself, 
like the version of you that you would be in love with, what kind of decisions does she make? Like, what does she wear? Who does she hang out with? Like, what what are her finances like? Like, have fun with it and create a version of yourself that you're so obsessed with that, yeah, men are just going to be fucking obsessed with you. And I'm so, like, I always knew that, right? Like, I knew that, but it was just a whole new experience for me, like, experiencing it so firsthand of being the woman that I am now who is completely different than even a year ago. But, like, you know, really, like, the last time I was single – I am a completely different person and watching the way that like my dating life has gone and like my interactions with men, it just like hit really hard, like hit home for me of like, holy shit, when you are obsessed with yourself, when you are independent, when you are secure, that's when you pull sexy men. (laughs) That's what I learned. That's the lesson. So true. I, and I can speak from experience firsthand too. They they just kind of start popping up and it's almost like, whoa, I wasn't really ready for you, but hey. <laughs> exactly. Right. That is the fucking name of the game. It's always like, I'm going to work on myself. Like, I don't need anyone. I'm I'm going to stop dating for a little bit. And then all of these men pop up and you're like, what the fuck? I just said I was going to stop dating. Where did all these men come from? And it's because you're in that fucking energy of, I don't need a man. I'm good on my own. So uh, anything else you want to add? Last thoughts? Uh, Well, I hope everyone's having a great day. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I hope you guys love this episode. Um, Those are all the things, but I would love to hear from you guys in the Discord if you guys have any thoughts, if anything came up for you during this episode. Um, And yeah, I think we're definitely going to do some more more dating talks episodes. So also submit into the hotline if you guys have any like dating questions and advice and or advice that you want or advice you want to give because you have been in the dating world. I'm very new to this dating world, so it's definitely a, um, a new experience. I feel like I haven't been single in so long. It's such a weird thing. And literally all of – I feel like everyone's going through a breakup right now, so we just fucking need each other. Um, but yeah, we'll do more of these episodes and talk about confidence and relationships. Um, we also – our next hotline submission um, – call is going to be all about friendships and like friend drama, friend breakups, all of the things. Uh, we already have like a lot of really good submissions right now, but if you have something that we you want us to share and talk about on the podcast, um, make sure you go into the show notes and submit your anonymous submission very soon because we're going to be recording that when I get back from Burning Man. Amazing. Well, We love you guys so, so much. If you love this episode, make sure that you share it. And um, yeah, everyone have an incredible week and we will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would absolutely love if you left Breaking Butterfly a rating and a review. If you do leave a review to show my appreciation, please screenshot it and send it to maddie at maddiemaple.com and we will send you over my complete collection of resources for your evolution. 
This is filled with PDFs and eBooks, all of my free masterclasses, and a bunch of other resources to help you become your highest and most confident self. Also, to help further along your journey, don't forget to join our Breaking Butterfly community on Discord. The link is in the show notes, and so is the Breaking Butterfly hotline phone number. Remember to call in, ask your juiciest questions, ask for advice, and I will be supporting you guys on air on the Breaking Butterfly podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here with me week after week, and I will catch up with you guys in the next episode. Bye.